I'm Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Phil Schneider. And you're listening to the 153rd Church Mag Podcast. I, I think, Eric, there are a lot of churches who don't care. Every time we, we create a message, every time you do something, every time you build up an event, think to yourself, how does this view with churches in our area? Do no evil. Like, don't undercut other churches. This week's episode is brought to you by Rethinking Your Church Website Strategy. This ebook from Jonathan Malm covers what information you need on your church website, how to help your guests find what they need, and user experience information. All these principles are applied to a real-life church website so you can follow along. Get ready to change the way you think about church websites. Get ready to make something completely unique and completely effective for your church. Get your copy today from Church Mag Press at churchmag.press. That's churchmag.press. This week on the podcast, Phil and myself talk about church marketing. How would other churches view your messaging and marketing? Does it matter? If you want to join the conversation, ask us a question or leave a comment. Send us an email to podcast at churchmag or use the fancy churchmag podcast hashtag cmagcast. So fancy. Now, let the fun begin. Welcome to another exciting episode. Well, 30%, 33.33% less exciting because Jeremy is is out. Um, I'm guessing he had a late night with the kids and he's still catching some Z's. So uh, I'm assuming that's what it is. But we do have Phil here. So we'll at least have good stories. And uh, That's right. The <laughs> consolation prize. <laughs> So we'll, we'll, Phil and I will do our best. It's always easier with three. I'm pretty sure of it, but uh, we'll, we'll, it is. We'll, we'll, we'll see how we do. Uh, you know, Phil, I'm like, I'm like, I like the diet, Jeremy, same great taste, but with less pushback, right? Less pushback, but just as filling, just as filling, just as filling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Maybe some might even say sweeter. Well, you know, they say though, that's the, that the diet fill, you know, that uh, just has more toxic chemicals in it than the regular Jeremy does. Oh, that's so a good point. You, you should watch out for that. That's true. It's actually worse for you. <laughs> that's true. No matter how you cut it though, all natural. Okay. This is just getting weird. Cause we're, 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 we're labeling you like a food. All right. Um, sp- speaking of labeling, Oh, you know, I hate it when I do cheesy subways or segues, but here I am. <laughs> no, 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 you're keeping that. You are keeping that. <laughs> All right, one. we'll leave that one in. Um, I, I have a mailer here from a, a new church coming to town. And uh, as I'm reading it, it, it really got me thinking. And l- let me read the, the first part here of the mailer for this, this new church coming to the area. Every one of us are looking for something, something to bring us more joy, something to change us for the better, something to encourage us, something more. That something is coming this March, and things will never be the same. Now, I'm reading this, and I'm, I'm like, isn't that Jesus? It's not going to be in the town until they show up? <laughs> so they just advertise second coming, basically? I, I guess. I guess. And, and then they go on and say, no matter your past, where you come from, or what you wear, you belong here. No pews, hymnals, or judgment. We're a church for people who have given up on church and yet know there's something missing from their life. Now, this far in reading it, I am thinking about all the churches with pews and hymnals. And I'm thinking about even my own church, which doesn't have those things, but I'm thinking, you know, People can meet Jesus at my church, you know, and it really got me thinking about our church messaging and how it's viewed by other churches. And if you read messaging on your website, on your billboard, your mailers, whatever it may be, 
if you look at it and read it through the filter of another church, because we are, after all, no matter how everyone behaves or what they say, we're all on the same team. So if you can put, if you can read and look at your marketing and your communication through the filter of another church and see how they might take it, I think that it would be a huge service to yourself, your church, and to the, to the kingdom as a whole. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't understand why these churches work this way. But like, there are some church planning networks that intentionally they teach their planners to go and plant near other churches and to undercut them. Wow! So I don't think we are on the same team, Eric. I think there's, I don't think there's two teams. I think there's a team of churches that are trying to do the Great Commission, and there's a team of churches who are trying to just build churches. I think you're right, Phil. And this flyer wraps up with saying, talking about encouraging atmosphere and practical messages, and then it says. <laughs> Fun and safe environments for kids, including, and I italicized, bounce houses. On a weekly basis? <laughs> and lots of coffee. So, <laughs> I just, <laughs> bouncy houses. You know, my wife, she's like, gross. I hate bouncy houses. They're so germy. But setting that aside, I mean, of all the things, of all, the, I just, you know, and then we'll, we'll make you feel, I don't, okay, I, I have to stay focused on this, Phil, because there's, theologically, there's some things in this messaging that really drives me nuts, and I want to, I, I want to stray away from the theology and try to stay with some of the fundamentals. Maybe you'll say otherwise. But yeah, reading your messaging as if you're another church, how does it come off, I think would be huge. I, I, I think, Eric, there are a lot of churches who don't care. They literally are just, they will do whatever they think they need to do. Some churches honestly believe that other churches aren't doing the work that needs to be done. And so they're doing God's work by, by killing them. Um, and, and maybe I'm wrong on that, but I, I yeah, otherwise I don't know why they're doing what they're doing because there's not, it makes no sense. Um, to the, the actions are speaking louder than action. The marketing is speaking louder than the words. No. So like I, um, um, my church has done a firework celebration. Okay. For our community for, um, last year was the 10th year, I believe. Okay. And this other church in the area, this new church, the satellite church, they have their own campus pastor though, but it's a satellite. It's, it's, so it's a, it's a new campus from a church from another town. And they set up shop. They basically took over a dying church, um, across town. And started doing their own stuff there. Okay, they immediately, immediately, basically, not just took over the church. They, they gutted it and modernized it immediately. So what we were trying to do, we have an established church of three hundred people. We are trying to work through that and, and modernize our church. Like it's still, it's still very much work in process, but we've done a lot. So modernizing an established church. Uh, you know, is almost impossible in, in comparison with gutting a church. You know, as a church plant. Um, you know, it's just a takeover situation and then redoing it. Um, but they did that. And when we, like the, within their first year of being there, they um, were just going like bananas to undercut other churches. So my wife used to go to a preschool um, mother's group at the Methodist church in town. And she went there because our church didn't do it. And our church wasn't going to start it because they were already doing it there. You know, like I was adamant on that. We're not starting another a program another church is doing because one, they've been doing it for a decade. Two, they do a good job. Three, we don't need we don't need a, a million mothers groups in this town. 
if that group was huge and we wanted to offer them a, uh, you know, Hey, we'll host a group here. Well, you know, we, 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 sure. But they don't have that problem. So let's not worry about it. We've got, we we can't do everything for all people. And our, our pastor is very good about recognizing that, that point as well. Now though, um, two years later, that satellite church, that new church plant, um, they're, they sent their pastor's wife to that group and she slowly proselytized everyone in that group and brought them all to her church. And now the mom's group has gone over to her church and her church, her church runs it in leadership. They used to run it. Who still goes to the Methodist church is no longer involved. I mean, that's just, that's, I mean, I'm like, that's, that is a shark like. So two years ago, or I guess that or just around their first year of, of existence, they, um, held a little block party at their church during our fireworks because their church happens to be like the opposite end of the field from the fireworks go off. So they got a pretty decent view and they held a little block party for their, the, the, the low income housing around their church. I was frustrated by that, but not like, ah, you know what? It's your neighborhood. Throw a block party for people in your area, whatever. Okay. The next year they uh, were mid June. They're out at the local grocery store handing out free tote bags to people in the tote bag was a professionally done mailer that said, um, come to our fireworks party. And it gave the date of our fireworks, the time, and it had listed all these things, free parking, free food. Can we charge for food? We charge a minimal price for food, just cover costs. And we, we still spend, we, we, we go into debt, $5,000. We, we spend $5,000. We lose money every year on this, at least. And, but they're like, well, we've, we've got free food, unlike that other church in town. We've got free parking. Uh, our parking's free, too. Our, uh, I think as I said, easy parking. Our parking's a bit congested because it's a huge. We've got 10,000 people coming in. So parking's a little bit of a headache sometimes. Easy parking, free food, things for the kids, um, an amazing fireworks display at nine o'clock. And the very bottom of the card, or the very bottom of the back of the card, in like a nine point font, fireworks provided by Cornerstone Church. So they were literally using our fireworks display that cost us five grand that we lose. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're not going to recoup that money. Our goal is just to not lose any more than that. They took our fireworks display and used it for their their party, and the language of their of their mailer was explicitly wow. designed to, to counter wow. and to criticize what now, we do. If they wanted to be a part of it and had approached you and said, "Hey, we want to provide the food," you know, the point is is that that would be <laughs> that would have been an, an appropriate way to go about it. You know, yeah. Like the point, like the point of us doing this was not. We've never been active proselytizers at this event. We don't ask you to come to our church. We ask you to go to church. And we've only ever used this event just to say thank you to our community. Say, hey, thanks for letting us do stuff in the community. Thanks for, you know, letting us be here. It's like, you know, in an era where many communities are liking churches less and less, we're just trying to be a good good neighbor. Yeah. You know, and here's the thing is that we're not against church plants at all. Okay. No, I got a, I got a friend of the church you know, planner. He's a great guy. Now, He's doing good now, work. Now I will I will challenge church planners out there with this and say from somebody who lived in a country with less than two percent evangelicals that in a country in 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 in, a, in the United States where you have a church on almost every corner, I challenge you, church planner, to go to Europe and plant churches there. Now I will challenge. I will make that challenge. You know, that's a lot more of a difficult thing to do. But let me tell you that the need is greater there than it is here. Now, I've heard the argument that if all the churches were full 
if everyone came, right, in the States, if everyone went to church, we wouldn't have enough seats for everybody. But look, with churches dying and with churches having to pull punk moves like this with crazy marketing and stuff like that, with that going on, we are not at risk, okay? And so we really need to to get focused here, people. We need to think about Jesus. We need to think about the kingdom holistically. We can't be thinking about kingdom as being our little kingdoms. If you have a little kingdom that you're elbowing for, then let me just say quite boldly that you are not living in God's kingdom, okay? Because God's kingdom does not work like that. And so for all you great church marketing communicators out there, because there is a crap load of you, I, I, I see you everywhere. I see you writing posts on, on blogs that focus on church marketing and communication. I, I see tweets. I hear stuff. I see Facebook groups. There's a lot of you and you do awesome work. The only, the, the reason why we bring this up isn't to criticize church marketing. It is to have us you know, be sensitive and to rethink every time we, we create a message, every time you do something, every time you build up an event, anytime you're doing something, think to yourself, how does this view with churches in our area, right? And, and, and maybe even take it a step further, and this is really bold, but maybe think about how you can work with churches around you as well. Do you want to have an awkward conversation with Jesus and that pastor in heaven? Because like I know a, I know a pastor who's I you know one, I, we have different styles. He's a church planner, and we actually had him come into our church and talk about his church plant, and uh, we gave him an offering and you know blessed him. And he's like, I'm not coming here to steal people from your town. I'm not coming here to steal this or that. I'm just I'm I'm going to that town near you, but way down the way, and we're just going to reach them for the gospel. And we're like, yay, great. And then within a year, he was sending mailers to our town. You know, several years ago, while I was writing some posts for Church Mag, I realized that often I could find really interesting business marketing, whether it be web, whether it be communication, whatever it may be. A lot of business marketing could then be uh, flipped and said, hey, these are good, good tactics. These are good philosophies for Church communication. I found that to be, you know, a great way to to kind of round up church specific content, the great content that's already out there. You know, we can apply these principles, and I still believe that that's true. A lot of it you can, but um, the thing that we have to be careful with is that we don't we don't use a filter and think, you know, how does this look with the church? Because not all of those tips and not all those tactics are godly or honest or uh, really ethical you know, in that sense, because while, you know, businesses are always competing, they are always competing. They are entity of, you know, they're entity of their own. If it's a franchise, clearly they don't go close to each other. But, you know, if you're in a fast food business, you don't work with any other fast food businesses, you know, and, and, and that's not the perspective and that's not the approach that we should have with churches. Now, I know there's some people arguing in their heads, you know, like, well, I don't want them going down to this church. Our church is better, blah, 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 blah. Uh, be careful with that, people. <laughs> you don't. You don't have a corner. You don't. You don't have a. Uh, you don't have a. You, you don't have the monopoly on the face of God. Well, no, agreed. And you know what? I have seen some churches that are terrible, and I'm not going to work with them. But there are far less terrible churches than there are decent churches who deserve who deserve, deserve a break. And, and clearly, there there can be. There can be doctrinal issues and there can be strains. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, 
I'm not, I'm not saying you're not saying all churches ever are awesome. You're just saying that what happens is most times we just assume ours is the best and treat other folks like crap. There we go. There we go. And and I've realized that it can get complicated. Sure, it can get complicated. Um, and people have preferences, and different people have needs. I, I understand all those arguments. I, I'm not saying that uh, I, I'm not saying that we need to stop doing anything specific, other than we should use a filter on our messaging in everything we do and think, how does this come across to other churches who love this community, who want the best for this community? How how, how is this going to resonate with them? And if it's not going to resonate well then it's probably not something that you ought to be doing, and you should come up with another angle. That's what I'm saying. I'm not really saying I'm against anything as much as saying we should be careful in this area. Am I being clear? I just don't want anybody to think that I'm, that I'm hating or, or asking for the impossible. I, mean, I, th- I think, I mean, I don't, really, I don't necessarily Help me think communicate, you, Phil. You don't necessarily <laughs> think this applies to Google as much anymore, but like, do no evil. Like, don't, undercut other churches and in your marketing, be clear that your goal is not to increase your church. Your goal is to increase the kingdom of God. You know, when folks get, when folks get to save their church, we, we don't assume they're going to come to our church, but we give them a Bible and we say, you need to find a church. You want to stay here? Great. We'd love to have you. We're going to help you walk you through this. But if there's a church closer to your home, you, you, you know, or a church you used to go to, you need to go to a church and you need to get plugged in and you need to grow and become, and become a, a, a a follower of Jesus, you know, obviously you know, you're already here. So there's <laughs> a certain amount of like, you know, Hey, you know, you can just, you can just keep coming here. But if folks get saved, that's the goal. If folks come to Jesus, that's the goal. Church attendance is a byproduct of that. Right. And, and, and maybe we'll, maybe we'll leave with this considering that that really is ultimately the goal. And if that is the goal, we can look at statistics and we can look at the numbers and realize that a vast majority of people that come to know Christ do it through relationships. They do it through families, members, and friends. And if through families and through friends is how we really win people into the kingdom, then perhaps it, in the end, it has a little bit less to do with our marketing, a little bit less to do with our programs, and has a little bit more to do with serving the widow and the orphan, and loving our neighbor as herself, and doing something as simple as having somebody over for dinner or buying somebody a cup of coffee, or simply letting somebody go in line in front of you at the grocery store. Maybe it's just really that simple, and it's something that has to be done individually, one by one, collectively as a whole. And by doing, by collectively doing that little bit, the net result is a huge win that is better than any kind of mailer you could ever compose. Send us an email, subscribe, and search for previous episodes of the Church Mag Podcast by visiting Church Mag. You'll find a link on the main menu. Go to churchm.ag. That's churchmag, churchm.ag. Please leave us a review on iTunes, and don't forget to tell your church tech friends about Church Mag. Until next week. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on buzzsprout.com. You win. Perfect.